0: This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, WrestleFans? Welcome to episode 92 of the Basin Bookers podcast, or our third or fourth or fifth or whatever it is. Uh, Periscope broadcast, which you're probably going to view on YouTube. I am Rich Theriz, here in my bro, basement chair. Uh, good evening. Oh, well, I don't even, I'm assuming it's the evening where you are, so let's say, whatever. Hey, what's up? You do that every week. It's like, good evening, afternoon, morning, whenever you're listening. I don't like to be presumptuous, especially if this is going to be on YouTube, and I can see the TV glare in my glasses. It's, I'm taking these things off. It's evening for us. So we're gonna go by our time, we're gonna impose our time zone on whoever's viewing this? Is that what we're gonna do? Do you, do you wanna be like PC principal and just address everyone generically? No, I just don't think we should invade people's safe space. That is so stupid. (laughs) Anyway, uh, welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast, Periscope. Uh, we're here to talk shit about wrestling. And we just threw a little South Park in there. Yeah, it was a good episode this week. It's Mm -hmm. one of the best, it's the best written cartoon. Pretty good. Uh, anyway, enough about cartoons. Uh, we're here about you know, the professional wrestling business. Something we like to, uh, when it's good we enjoy it mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Shall we jump into news? Do you want to start with a topic? Uh, how about, how about you include me on the world of the news? Cause I don't know a lot of what's going on lately cause I've been, uh, I've been a little apprehensive when it comes to, uh, wrestling lately, Mm. I've I've been been a little upset, so. Well, (laughs) it's just, I don't know what's going on, but it sure isn't good. Like, I wish there was some kind of competition that could get their shit together. Yeah, well, just so you know, I have something on SmackDown pissed me the fuck off. If you saw SmackDown, I know you didn't. No, I didn't, but. I have have to skip it. uh, I'm gonna have to, I gotta fill you in. This is gonna piss you off, too. If you had seen it, you would have fucking... I would have. It is shit. It's typically shit at Ellen. but like I watch it, it's on while I'm playing my supercard or my stupid Facebook games or whatever. But this week, something fucking pissed me off that they can't. They're not going to be able to explain away, and I'll I'll get to it. I'm starting to get heated already, but yeah, it's getting warm over here. Wanna... <laughs> cool, Radiators, cool it, don't get hot. Trying. Okay. All right. The biggest story, uh, biggest news story this week is probably, I guess, uh, Dewey Foley, son of Mick Foley, just got hired. Well, not just. Actually, Mick Foley said he was hired in September, but he's hired to the uh, WWE creative team. He's going to be starting up in January. Um, how old is this kid? I didn't look, but he's in his 20s. He's not the special need one. You know, I was going to say, because for a second I thought that, that that's who it was, but I'm like, wait, I, I looked it up, and he's actually older than Noel. Well, you obviously knew that I was thinking that it was. <laughs> uh, apparently there's glare off of your scalp. Yeah, I should have kept my powder here. <laughs> It'd be That'd be a good gimmick. You could just like powder your forehead throughout the, <laughs> the podcast. It's, like I was saying, when I read the news, I texted you, I'm like... I I took a screenshot of the article, and, and I, I said I said that is this shit for real? Yeah, like <laughs> it casts. There was curses. I was I could at first I thought it was you know, and then I'm like, wait a minute, this this can't be right. What am I doing with my life? How come I'm not? But then apparently he has a a a blog uh where he writes creative and stuff just on his spare time or whatever yeah um, um according to Mick Foley, the reason why he didn't start in September was that he had uh made this uh agreement with uh I guess where he goes to school he was um doing some administrative work or running the frat house or something like that something along those lines. that's why he didn't start in September when he was initially hired. He said to Vince, I made this commitment I'm gonna stick by it and you know Vince loves people that stick by the word, so hey um, for the record, if it were me, uh, I'd start right away. Um, I'd be available at all times. Wouldn't matter. Um, I'd work sick. It, like, I'd do anything to, to do that stuff. Like, fuck that. It's kind everything of a... Everything else can wait. It's kind of a double-edged sword, kind of, not so much double-edged sword, but, like, you can see both sides of it. Like, I'm gonna drop everything for this awesome career. Or... He made this commitment, and he wanted to stick to the commitment. He didn't want to screw over his current employer, slash, whoever, boss, whatever the case is. Gotcha. So, he and and disrespects that. Yeah. Honor your commitments, uh, follow through, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then, uh, they hired the daughter, too. They're that interested stays. in hiring Noel Foley, my love, as... um. Backstage interviewer. I can't trust a girl who, uh, dates clowns, like literal clowns. She's not dating him. Okay. According to whatever. Hey, um, real quick though, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's me, but I feel like how much of that creative that he's writing is him and it's not his father whispering in his ear? Like what to put, like as a conduit. It's an interesting theory. It is, right? I, I like think, a puppet master. Uh, I right? think that's another one of those situations where we'll never know. Yeah, we've we got to find out, know. though, all the hard questions here in the yeah, Facebook if book. If you, if you follow um, internet blogs and such, Mick Foley has been extremely vocal about yeah. about the the quality of creative the past couple of months. Extremely vocal. Uh, borderline whining and bitchy. Borderline, I Like, said. threatening to stop watching. Yeah. And then, like, he watches, and he's like, oh, okay, well, they saved me. And the very next day is when it comes out that Dewey Foley got hired. That's very interesting. Uh, People were scratching their heads. It's a coincidence. It's, it's yeah, it is. It's gotta be Because he got hired in September. Yeah, so it's just now made public. Hmm. Yeah, Mick's been, Mick's been shitting on the company for a while. Well, he was on another podcast with a certain... Three sixteen are talking about that stuff. So he some uh, valid points. You, you know, if you want, find that shit on your own. That, one. that reminds me, just slightly off topic. I love the Seamus five fifteen shirt. I know you do. It's great. I mean, it's it's a real simple design. Totally gets a point across. Potential feud if Austin ever comes back. He's to never world, coming oh, back. I know, there's I know, no I'm... amount of money. He said there's no amount of money. You can drive to his house. With a monster truck dragging behind it, a garbage truck full of money and gold bullion, and he's going to say no. But he also said he's 99.9% sure he's wrestled the oh, last so match. Oh, so then there's the point .1% and if right. that happens, I look like an asshole. There you go. Because, as always, never say never. He's saying probably, most likely never. But he's not saying never, cause never saying never. So, who knows? Like, maybe it's not money. Maybe he, maybe he wants good creative. I don't think that. Cash and creative. Two C's. I, I understand. I just don't see it. Um, while it'd be nice, I'd rather not see it. Because some it. guys, you know, at least Austin, I can respect that he, he's not like those other guys who say they're done. <laughs> Ric Flair or, you know, <laughs> Foley or, uh, you know, other people that just shouldn't, but they still do. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. Um, speaking of legends, Harley Race was pulled from uh last weekend's Wrestlecade event in North Carolina due to unspecified health issues. That's called being old. Was it just to uh do autographs, or is he he's not performing anymore? I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't performing, but whatever it is, Vader still wrestles. He does. Yeah. We saw him last year. That was not a good sight for him. He shouldn't do it. He deserved it wasn't better. Wasn't bad. I know. He, like, he's not sloppy. Yeah, but, you know, you can't still be taking bumps at that age. At least Hogan is really done this time. Uh, no, I don't think he is because, uh, Triple H used his name. So, that's gotta mean something, right? Maybe. But, I mean, I honestly, I don't even want to talk about Hogan. I can't, I can't stand him. I can't believe a fucking word that comes out of his mouth fucking ever. But, I don't care. Don't worry, old man Hogan can't hurt anyone from his beach house. Just as long as you block him on social media, you'll be fine. Cause I used to follow him on, I used to had liked Hogan on Facebook, and I followed him on Twitter, but it's always saying something dumb. And it's just, just digging itself a hole. He just needs to He should've started a fucking Twitter feud with Cheek. No. What he needs to do he needs to remember that he's the guy that slammed onto the giant WrestleMania 3 brother. He's gotta remember that. Does he does he really fucking he gotta remember he, he really Iron Sheik in Madison Square Garden. He's the... gotta remember that. Does he really let us forget that? I don't know man, I think he's forgetting who he was at that point and he let his celebrity change him into something else. Like, honestly, as soon as I heard there was going to be a show called Hogan Knows Best, I, I, I put my head in my hands and I'm like, this is the beginning of the end. I think it was meant to be like a, a joke. you know? Cause he doesn't really know best. Well, of course. But, I mean, just the fact that he's getting a reality show, just, no. What about Rhonda? I don't want to oh, talk about Rhonda. Okay. We talked about Rhonda last week. Okay? Past be the past, we have a new champ. Ronda's gonna dust herself off. Come back with an actual game plan to combat a striker this time. And lose. And hopefully not lose. But I mean, I I'm I'm sure Rhonda learned her lesson. I hope her fucking camp learned their lessons. She needs a new camp. She, she needs a camp that's gonna fucking acknowledge a world class striker. Yeah. No. You need to stop making movies, cause, and you know what though, I don't think, oh, if you're listening to the podcast, um, we're on Periscope also, mm-hmm. and you can ask questions and say things and we get kind of interactive. Yeah. Loyal listener at Farron Allen said, maybe new movies for her, for, for Rhonda, which I'm saying, I don't know about that right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not with that, uh, I mean, I don't know what you got going on on the fodge now, but. What? Face. Oh. Sorry for face. I, you know, here's the thing. Look, I'm sorry, I'm not Italian. I it's don't all right. know all the stuff. Uh, you know, you gotta remember what brought you to the dance in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't need to make Entourage. You don't need Roadhouse 2. Or, is it a remake to Roadhouse? I don't know a thing about the series. Alright, whatever. The original's hilariously bad. It's Patrick Swayze. And he's kicking people's asses really? Yeah, I think she's doing that role, like she's going to be the Patrick Swayze type character. It should be a comedy. That'd be funny. No need... They need Fast and the Furious. She was in Fast and Furious? Yeah. Granted, she probably did like a day of work. So, I mean, if it's a day of work, I'll do a day of work. Oh, She was really good in um, Expendables 3. Sort of. Yes, the seventh Fast and the Furious... Well, I I haven't seen any of them because I don't give a shit about fucking car racing movies. There's like I that drama is fucking no, I, it's, it's not my thing. Did you know? Did you hear about they're making um they're remaking the movie Point Break? That was like uh what was that? That was a mountain climbing movie. No, what was that? Point Break. Let me surfing movie. Let me explain to you the plot to Point Break. Okay. The plot to Point Break is the FBI is tracking these bank robbers. Mm -hmm. And it turns out these bank robbers are a bunch of surfers slash thrill-seekers. And Keanu Reeves works for the FBI because he's also a thrill-seeking daredevil aptly named Johnny Utah. Yes. Um, and actually not stealing to pay for the surfing. I think there's like another bigger thing to that. Once you said Keanu Reeves, I was done. That's uh, a good movie. There's this part where uh he's chasing Patrick Swayze's character, who's the leader of the surfer gang slash bank robbers. Why is he doing and things? He's looking at him as he's going over the cage, and Ke- Keanu Reeves is on the crowd, and he's got his gun in the air, and he just starts firing off a new air going, no! Because he didn't want to Shoot his friend because they, like, had a bond. So now you got Fast and the Furious. Was Patrick Swayze in that too? No, worse. Vin Diesel. Nine wow. outs. Yes, he's Diesel in the car. He's got this. I'm waiting to get this family. That's right. Uh, Fast and Furious is about family. They race cars and they steal shit. So Paul Walker's characters with the FBI. He goes undercover and joins the car gang and befriends the leader of the car gang. Sound familiar? Fast and Furious is a remake of Point Break. And Point Break, the new Point Break looks like a remake of Fast and the Furious with surfing. It's a, it's a circle. It's a circle. It's a perfect circle. A perfect circle was led by man James Keenan. Keanu Reeves, Paul Walker, What's-His-Face, Patrick Swayze were nowhere near that fucking band. Uh, Keanu Reeves is a good actor and the movie John Wick is a very good movie. Triangles. Aaron says triangles. Oh, because it's three? Because it's three things? So oh, goes, that's probably what you meant. It It is a perfect triangle. Alright, so you got that wrestling stuff? Yes. Because, uh back to something you mentioned uh, going back to you not being Italian I'm sorry no it's okay because I need, I need you for something later like we should have done this before but I was eating we were bullshitting and I forget shit um Del Rio and Callisto on raw they apparently had some issues during their match Del Rio was pissed at Callisto you have but you have to watch the Spanish language broadcast because it's mic'd a little bit differently. And you were able to hear some of what Del Rio was saying, I guess to and or about Callisto. Interesting. Um, and it was clear that he was pissed at Callisto. So I know you, habla a little bit Espanol, a little bit. So I don't when you're talking shit, you know. So maybe uh, we we maybe we can like whatever you can figure out that they say. Maybe we'll post it on the Basin Bookers Facebook page. Excellent. Because I couldn't, I couldn't find the translation anywhere online. So, uh, I'm sure it's nothing. Well, I don't know. It, it was, it's pretty big. Supposedly, I think Del Rio um, thinks very highly of himself. Well, that's all. Yeah, definitely. All right. In more injury slash illness news, there's a bunch of it. I don't know if I can take much more of these injuries and illnesses. Um. There's only one that's actually related. Unless it's something, which it isn't, right? Uh, it looks like there was only one that's related to WWE. Thankfully, uh, Balls Mahoney missed the Pro Wrestling Syndicate event in New Jersey last weekend. His car was sideswiped on the Garden State Parkway, and he's apparently dealing with an injured hip. Oh, that sucks. As an adult. His wrestling career might be over. Right. Who knows? Uh, so that's Balls Mahoney. Um, AJ Styles missed uh, the most recent Ring of Honor tapings due to injury, which he says is caused by overworking himself the past year, because on the indies you have a much more rigorous schedule, because generally you're paid less than, well, he's probably getting more now. He wasn't TNA. But. You don't have a guarantee. You work, you get paid. If you don't work, you don't get paid. It's simple mathematics. And he wanted to get paid. So he's been out since uh, November 24th, which is roughly two weeks now due to a bulging disc in his lower back um that's not fun man i i don't wrestle and when i my back hurts when i wake up yeah so. and at age 38 he's reportedly in pain with any movement right now that's horrible that's like that's foolish He should take a year you know do some it other thing like 6 months dude a year's a long time not to aj pay. styles could totally do a podcast Yeah, but he's, considering he's 38, if he takes over a year, he'll be 39 when he comes back. Maybe and, it's time for him to transition into a different career. Like, not, not a different career, but a different position. Because I'm right. sure that AJ Styles has a lot to contribute to, uh, new wrestlers. And that's a per, that's a great get for the Performance Center. Absolutely. Someone like him. So. Absolutely. Uh, Nick Aldis, aka Magnus. Had surgery last weekend to repair a torn bicep tendon, which he said he injured about two weeks ago. How do you ha- weeks ago? How, how do you tear a bicep I'm oh, sorry t- I interrupted, I see I always do that, but how did he like what kind of movement Because it could be anything, right? Like Yeah, just about anything. He could I pick mean, up his his gear bag or something and just hip toss. Hip toss. And that could tear here over here. Could somebody sandbag a hip toss? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Scott Hall injured himself in the gym Wednesday morning. He's facing possible surgery and is forcing him to miss this weekend's scheduled indie events. That'll be alright. And the only one actually related to WWE, Kevin Owens missed TV this week because he had the flu. Oh, yeah, yeah. he was he was missed, man. Yeah, he was in Pittsburgh Monday night, but they sent him home. That's good, because then you can't get anybody else sick. Yep. Can't um, afford to have more people off TV right now. Yeah. Uh, it's also, like, go home and rest. Don't be here and kind of rest, but not as comfortable as you'd be in your own bed. That this is true. So, uh, he was missed. Get well. Supposedly, he'll be back on TV this week. I hope so. I hope he's all healed up, all better. I think and, we all have a little bit of hope held out for the return of, uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah. I'm not his biggest fan, but he's good at being a bad guy. He's so good. He's, like, so old school. It's great. Mm -hmm. But uh, his kid got the flu, too. So, hope both of them get better. Last week, we talked about Solomon Crowe requesting his release. Apparently, he wanted to, quote, reinvent his image in the independent scene as one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. I... (laughs) No. I wasn't... (laughs) Impressed by him at all? I thought his most standout feature was. But Sammy Callahan? The, yeah, Sammy Callahan. Like he, I always equated him to, to a mini rhino because he had the giant torso and little arms that rhino has, but he's shorter and a little thinner. Uh, I think he could have uh, done with different gear and um that fucking hair. Yeah. I think that's why he just didn't like the direction of his character, as in it had done. Yeah, he said he was frustrated with the way he's being used, but he reportedly left on good terms, so the door's still open. Well, I don't know a lot about what goes on over there, except for that video I linked about the monkeys. Did you see the monkey video I put on the Facebook Bookers Facebook page? I think I did. It's the like the monkeys are in there; they're listening to the John Cena music because it looked the chart has the profits going up. And then a, a human it, okay. goes into the room and he stops the music and he flips the chart over. He's like, "No, it's this way." <laughs> and the profits are down. <laughs> and the monkeys are like, "Guy gets up and turns the music back on." The John give Music back on. they start partying. It's Pretty funny. Okay. And I put, "This is the real breaking ground. This is what's really happening behind ah. closed doors." Uh, Santino got married last weekend. Congrats to Santino. Oh, I forgot this. That, uh, I didn't finish my thought. But oh, my point was. From what I hear, Vince is always open to new ideas. Mm. But then again, it's NXT. But I'm sure, I don't know, maybe Hunter's open to new ideas. I'm sure he is, you know? Um, I had read some, someone's, I don't remember who, someone said that Vince's door is more intimidating than Vince himself. Meaning it's hard, it, like, basically you're defeating yourself if you walk up to the door, look at it and say, I can't knock on that door. I think at any level, you go over there; it's you. He's already gonna respect you because he knows how intimidating he is. If you go over there and you just like whatever, man. Listen, I got this idea for my character. What do you think about this? Just keep throwing stuff because he's got no like lately. It looks like he's out of touch a little. I, 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 you know what? I can't speak to that. I don't know what's his idea what's not his idea. Yeah, there's, there are. A lot, I got a couple things I want to talk to, like the Iron Throne made of swords. Yes kind of like that it is sort of like the iron throne yeah, like suppose so but supposedly like one like you knock on the door he's more than happy to listen to anything you have to say of course, bottom line if he says that's good, but we want you to do this then that's what you gotta do okay. and I, I think that's I think really it's it goes back to you know the old psychological the fear of rejection thing where if you want to bring something up and then have him say no. I don't like that. That's not good. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. It's hard to put yourself out there, believe me. Mm -hmm. Um, This, and me not sweating in a panic, shows this. Um, (laughs) Doing good. Thanks. Uh, Apparently Lana was kept in the dark on Monday about Ryback's line about her, quote, going all the way with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Is that the one where it's supposed to be like a double... Bad, yeah, double cross or something. Yeah. It's... That to me is infantile. It's it's kinda like look, do you want this lead do you guys wanna Oh who cares? Uh okay, I won't talk too much about the subject. But the thing is this. She she loves the guy. She's in love with the guy. They don't like her with him. It doesn't it's work is work. If you, you know, they're together, they're together. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, wrestling is really exposed as is. Um, you don't have to, out and out, go, look at us, we're engaged, you know, the TMZ and shit. You, you, they, they could be found out on its own, and it's not your fault. Eventually, it'll come out. That's right. It's a job, not your house. I get that. My whole point is, you don't have to bring it up to social media because someone will find out about it, and then it's not your fault. And that gives the writers time to fix it on TV. Not that anybody even gave a shit about that feud, and if they did, then they're not—they're not my type of audience. I'm not with them on that. We gave a shit because we hated it because we knew fucking Dolph deserved better. In particular, Rusev—the way they originally booked him until the injury—until the injury deserved better. Whatever. The main thing is you say it's infantile, maybe it is. But, obviously when that came out on TMZ well, when, when she went public with it and then TMZ decided to cover it someone was writing that fucking angle. Someone was writing that storyline. Obviously that writer's vision of where that storyline was going got cut short. So I'm sure that pissed him off. Whoever it was, I get that. That's why I said. So the so the writer wrote that in. Now, a lot of people got to approve those scripts and shit. Yeah. Stephanie, Vince, they said someone made the decision that in the final script that 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 Lana saw that line wasn't in there, but on the but it was actually in there. It was part of the script. Well, so. Vince knew, Stephanie knew, and they were okay with it. So she pissed off, She apparently pissed off the writer, and she pissed off Vince and Stephanie enough with that shit that they were like, "Go for it." We're not gonna know. We'll never know. For we'll sure. never really know. Never gonna know. This is my fear. This is my theory because it's, it's, it's better than what I got. So. Yeah, it's <laughs> it seems it's it's easy. It makes sense. It's the most logical um, chain of events. But fuck that storyline. Okay, it's fucked. It is. Brad Maddox was reportedly fired for using the word "prick" in a dark match promo. That, that's stupid. Vince was in attendance. He doesn't like the word. That's stupid. I guess it's not PG enough, which I get. Mm, I I think you could punish the guy, find the guy, but I don't think you. I don't think that's the proper. But he is. Th- what did Brad Maddox have going for him? He was trying to get, he was pitching stuff. He was trying to get on. It's not his fault. You can't, look, you can't take away somebody's livelihood for saying a word. We're grown ups. You're you're adults. Just tell them, listen, that's not going to work this time. That's why people are too scared to take a chance over there. Everybody's scared. I mean, Prick is a borderline curse. Like, I see Prick as being worse than. Saying crap. It's a dark match. We wouldn't have heard about it if you didn't get canned. Dark match. That's even worse. Is typically more kids in in the audience at uh, house shows. Okay. Mommy, what does prick mean? Uh, don't worry about it. But why... Where the parents at? Yo, where, where, where they at? So Where they at? Where you think parents? the parents aren't, aren't going to get pissed that they got to So they'll get pissed and they'll get over it. Parents well, yeah. are the ones buying the toys. Parents are the ones buying the pay per views. The parents are then the Then don't buy those Brad Maddox action figures. They could they could listen, it it doesn't take anything to fucking start a stupid boycott now. Dude, so. if this happened when we were kids, you know, who cares? I'm just saying the w, like, we know the WWE is very conscious of the world we live in. They're very conscious about what's going on. Like the way trends are going despite belief to the otherwise. And that's why the product's suffering. Because they're doing. So they're trying to make everybody happy. They're but, doing 50-50 booking. I was just going to go with everybody. gets a trophy. Everybody's special. Lose a match, win a match. Lose a match, We're win a match. You're not. Look, man. I'm not old school or nothing like that. But come on, man. It's just. Listen, in this world there's two kinds of people there's winners and there's losers that's it that's the truth that's never going to change people are winning and losing you can't do one without the other it's all competition we didn't get this far without it we wouldn't be on this fucking thing on this big ass TV <laughs> screen we would have we wouldn't have America We wouldn't have the moon as the 53rd state, okay? We're talking about shit happening because of competition. And that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? What are you looking for? Moon? I didn't write that shit down. The moon is the 53rd state because of America. We were there first. That shit is ours. I don't care what anybody says. Dare I ask what 51 and 52 are? Uh, The 51st state, that's uh, Puerto Rico. That's easy. And uh, the other one's Canada. They just don't know. This shit is real. You know they have Periscope in Puerto Rico in Canada, right? I know, but the thing says one viewer, so we're good. I think you, we're good. We're, we're safe. Gonna, we're going to be on YouTube. Oh. That, uh, that's there forever. Well, I love Canada. Um, I am Puerto Rican. Uh, it is technically a U.S. territory, which it might as well be a state. The money over there is just like the money here. Like They got the dead presidents on there too. What? They're dead presidents. They're on the money. George Washington is dead. Abraham Lincoln is also dead. That's why Captain America dresses like Captain Puerto Rico at Farron Allen points out. Uh, you know what? That's it. That's the truth. Is it because of the one star instead of 50? Is that it? Well, if you look at the costume, that's what it looks like. But I don't care. We're not here to hate on Captain America because he's a true hero. Just like when he defeated the Nazis for us in World War II. Anyway, uh, before I went off track there, sorry guys, I had to pull it back a little bit. Alright, last three pieces of news here. WWE is apparently interested in Jay Lethal. His contract is expiring soon. I don't want him to leave there. I hear you, but they, they wouldn't bring him to main roster. He'd be part of NXT. He deserves better than NXT. He'd be Might part be of NXT. NXT's NXT awesome. For when they go on the road. They're just not good with. I love Captain America too. And I know you don't hate. I'm just joshing. I'm using that word now. It's joshing around. Speaking of Josh, since we're off the. Wait, Jay hold on though. Thing. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Jay Lethal is awesome. And I don't think. Let me see if I can put this in a... Because you want us to be, you know, a little bit... A little. ...safe on the safe side. Uh, I've been cursing you. Can curse, I don't there's just... With the exception of uh, Apollo Crews currently and uh, Jason Jordan, uh, I don't trust WWE's track record with handling uh, talents of diff- certain ethnicities. they just... You know, once... NXT is one thing. We don't know what's gonna happen with these guys. Do you know how long it took them to get to that point? How long they were in limbo before they can do that? It, you know, it takes a while to start any gimmick. Listen, here's the thing. I get that, but it seems to me the only way they can get over is by being obnoxious and annoying. And Team Bad is starting to do that with that unity shit. That wasn't. That's like they're being clowns. I'm not taking that serious. You're not a serious competitor. You're joke axe. I want serious, mean what well, I I think like Mr T, Club Lang, just so coming in there just knocking fools out. Something. To 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 uh Jay Lethal is awesome he's great. To, to take a phrase not not my words, but I'm trying to sort of get the gist of this. You're saying that they're making them chuck and drive. They're making them chuck and drive. A little bit. A little bit. Can we get Ron Simmons on the creative team? Damn. That'd be awesome. Hey, you know. Hey, you know what, though? At the same time, it's a new day. Get over the way you can get over. New Day rocks. All you gotta do is get over. Them. And they're obviously over us. New Day Rocks. I'm not doing day. that. They rocks. You have fun with that. I right, booty. I I'll be booty. Whatever. They need to say the fuck off commentary because it's annoying. I can't in a bad way. which I think is good because it makes them better heels. Okay. If they're pissing you okay. off, they're doing the right thing. You know, not it's, pissing me off. It's annoying. It's distracting. I can't get into a match. And like I've said before, it's dis- it's disrespectful to the guys working physically in the ring. I think it adds to the heel status. Yeah, to people who are watching it on TV. I mean, everyone can watch it on TV because it's typically... Yeah, but what about the people there? It's it's done on SmackDown, not on Raw. Did I do that on Raw? Did I miss it? Did I forget? Eh, That don't matter. You mentioned joshing before. I did. Josh, the Tough Enough winner, and Daria uh, both made their NXT debuts at a live event recently. She got squashed by Nia Jax. who doesn't? Uh, She's going to buy her real name with the Jersey Devil nickname. Josh's NXT name is Bronson Matthews. One T. What? What about Matthew Bronson? That's like if his real name was Matthew Bronson and he came into NXT and they flipped the name around. That's right. He was the Yeti. Well, yeah, I guess they don't like the Yeti. Daniel forever. Bryan and Brian Danielson. Whatever. Um, we didn't report on it because I don't give a shit yet. A couple of weeks ago, uh, PJ Black, formerly known as Justin Gabriel, lost the... And the bunny. Yeah. I lost the GFW next gen title to Sun Dutt. Oh, they made him drop it because he signed with Lucha Underground. Yes. Uh, this is before, like, the first episode of Amped hasn't even aired yet, so... What channel are they going to be? Um, some channel. Oh, that's a good channel. And, you know, they have, um, they're in some homes across the country, and... Not this home. They're affiliated with, um, well, we don't know how fucking channel it is. They're affiliated with, um... I bet they're not that cable company. I bet they're paying them for it. That's it for news... Okay. I gotta take a moment, but uh, what do you got? A moment? What do I have? Yeah, what do you got? You were about to say something. No, I was just, if you, a, you just took a breath and you're like <sighs> If you're going to the next segment, I gotta I gotta I don't, take a moment. This is blank. I don't have anything. You got stuff. I'm gonna take a moment. Oh, okay. Uh, you got this. It's just me sitting in front of my phone. You cut a promo. Talk about, about the step match? He wants me to do a promo here by myself. Um... You know what's a cool game? Uh, WWE Supercard. Okay. Um... Uh, Periscope, uh, viewer says I should do one. I'll do a promo. Okay. Um... You know what the most dangerous part of a stepladder match? The most dangerous part of the stepladder match is taking that slow climb up the stepladder. You have to take one foot and put it in the bottom rung and make sure you don't trip over it because if you're, if you're just the right height, you could trip over a stepladder. You could miss it. Um, unlike my opponent, Rich the Riz, who could easily spot a stepladder from a mile away, as it is just the right height for him. So he can reach his uh, whatever that he needs to do. Like the sink to go wash his hands. Uh, I'm not experienced with step ladders. That is my disadvantage. But I'll tell you what. When I go there, I'm going to stand on my tippy toes. I'm going to reach my hand up and I'm going to grab... The World Heavyweight Championship, and it's gonna be around my waist. And I'm gonna leave him laying in a fucking puddle of his own fucking piss and his blood. Cause that's it. That, that's all I got. Speaking of puddles of blood, you see. I really had no idea. I didn't know this was happening. I was on the spot. So if. By the way, haters I, gonna hate. <laughs> I think. Every time that I have to take a moment, which of course is code for take a leap, make sure he doesn't miss it, and bust that he's walks straight into it. Oh, see, that's why you gotta do the Razor Ramon, like, dip down, but under the ladder thing that he did. Like, do under a regular tail. ladder, probably without fucking, but whatever. Wouldn't, like, a regular ladder be like a skyscraper for you? Yeah. yeah. What it's we should right, do yeah. for YouTube? Anytime I gotta take a moment. You put in a clip of, of, um, what's his name? Uh, Psycho Sid. Say, like, can I do that over? No, it's live, pal. <laughs> We're live, pal. That means I have to edit. Eh, just a little. I don't know. All I know how to do is cut things out. Oh, not a splice. It's things. actually really easy to do video editing with, um. Oh, what's the one for, um, Apple? iMove. Alright, if it's so easy, you do it. Okay, alright. Um. So. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> you had reminded me of something. Did you see the video of Matt Hardy getting busted open the hard way? No. By Jeff Jarrett. No. I hope that was a shoot. It. It was. Uh, thirty. I think thirty-two or thirty-eight stitches he needed in the top of his fucking head. Oh, because the guitar didn't break. It didn't break right. Um. It, now I've seen Jeff Jarrett obviously do the guitar spot probably. I think only sixty-eight billion times. Now, 68 billion and one. Now, yeah. So, typically the guitar hits here. Where your head is the central. Hole. Central. Not through the hole, because it usually hits, hits it with the back. Yeah, because but, in the middle it'll break easy. Yeah. But it looked like the edge clipped them um, ping, like right there. What I think happened was the edge part separated from the flat part. And when it did, the the edge part is what cut him, Because fucking 38 stitches are ridiculous. Yeah, man. I wish I didn't sell my guitar because then we could do like an enactment on how you're properly supposed to break a guitar and I could do it on YouTube. I'm not cleaning the mess up. Nah, I'll sweep it up if you let me hit you with it. I'd let you hit me with it. I got a hard head. Alright. I no know next time I get... If anybody wants to get me like an acoustic guitar that they're willing to let me break over his head. I'll do it. But yeah, do like, uh, Jeff Jarrett did in the E and in WCW. You put a little baby powder in there so it, look, so it looks more dramatic. I'll do that, yeah. I love, you love baby powder. You want to put it on your forehead? Well, fa- you want to rain down the powder? Allen says I need it on my forehead. Oh, I guess we'll, we'll work on that. Or oh, you could just oil it up even more and just accentuate the, uh, the screen there on your forehead. I got yeah. a little bit of it too. A little bit of glare there. I don't. Ain't no shame in my game. What's up? How long have you been waiting to use that line? I use it a lot. Do you? Yeah. Thankfully, I never heard it. Oh, I don't uh, know what that means. Who's that? Oh, you want to know, tell no, me what's the next uh, on your itinerary? Yeah. Okay. Um, baby, fucking baby. Powder. <laughs> all right. I know. Remember what... that time I put baby powder on my hands and slapped you with it? That wasn't me. Oh, I slapped somebody with baby powder in the old days. It was Mike. Maybe. I don't know if I slapped him. I wouldn't do that. It would be very bad if I did that. <laughs> anyway. So what ah. are we? Now, you... would you had texted me at some point during the week and said that you know you had reasons to rant this week. I, I had a... What? No, you know like the, the pimp slap. You put the baby powder on the hand I think it was from, uh, the movie Friday. Sounds That's right. The video's getting weird. Well, you would, you had told me you had shit to rant about. Uh, no. And then I saw SmackDown. Oh, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to hear your story. Like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even need to look at my notes for this. Now I know you didn't watch SmackDown. So Set the stage for all the viewers and listeners of the podcast. Yeah. So let, let me recap. As briefly as possible. Which First there is, you have a floor. You know, I'm not that brief, unfortunately. All right, let me let me just get my sequence of events here because I don't want to I don't want to fuck anything up. So, SmackDown opened with Reigns, Usos, and Dean Ambrose talking about being family, and they called out the League of Nations. You don't have to read it like that. Try to be into it, you know. I uh, know you have like. It's like people so, who survive like horrible things. Yeah, it's a memory thing. You're gonna be okay, yeah. bro. Thank you. So New Day comes out and says that if Dean Ambrose and the Usos don't beat them because it's a three on three match, then Roman Reigns later in the night is gonna face the Legion, League of Nations solo. The League of Nation of Domination? No. Oh, okay. So the League of Nations is Rusev, Wade Barrett, Del Rio. Yes. And Seamus. And Sheamus? Mm-hmm. And the New Day? No. The New Day is associated with them. So it's the Euro division of the job squad and Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so if, if the team of Dean Ambrose and the Usos beats the New Day, then it's, then it's a four on four match. Fair. In the main event. Right. If not, then it's four on one handicap match. Then it's Roman versus those, the heels. One versus all. Uh, they were. That's his motto. I think Xavier. I heard they're working on calling it the family. Yeah. The the face team. So, one of the Uso's seems to tweak a knee. Is that the one I came off of knee surgery? I can't tell the difference. Oh, okay. They're fucking twins. I don't know. Okay. Um. So he tweaked a knee. New Day took advantage. Xavier hit a really nice shining wizard to end the match. Okay. New Day won. So it's gonna be Roman versus the other three. Um, Renee, of all people, they're backstage talking, like, Yeah, I got you back, got you back. Of course Renee comes up, it's like, um, guys, I don't know if you heard, but I just heard from the authority that Banned from ringside. Banned from ringside. Hmm. Four on one. Oh man, this is... Match gets started, there's some shenanigans, like Wade Barrett's distracting the ref, getting in the ref's face and everything. At one point, Barrett's on the out, now he's on, he's supposed to be on the apron. He drops down to the floor, Reigns goes to come off the ropes, and Barrett grabs, hooks his legs, right? Typical spot. Ref saw it. The ref ejected Wade Barrett. But he's... Legal, he's in the team. Yeah. You can't eject someone that's in the match. This is one of those things. You're either disqualifying the whole fucking team, or you're not doing shit. It was fucking Charles Robinson. So, obviously, it was in the year piece. I, I don't know if that was really the plan, or if Robinson wasn't supposed to see that, but he did, so he had to act on it. You can't eject someone that's in the match. Either you decue them, or you ignore it. There's no precedent for that, is there? None. Wow. Golly. This is one of those things... Like, wrestling is a work, right? But the thing is... You have parameters. Yeah, there's para- there's certain parameters you have to stay within the rules. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's part of the whole theater. Like... Like with the with the with the timekeeper ringing the bell for Undertaker's tap out against Brock. Right. Well, that was the part of the. But yeah, when does that happen, right? Like the that ref, does, the, the that, ref calls for the bell. The man rings the bell. That's how it goes. That's the rule. Yeah. Guys in a match, he does something illegal. You're either going to disqualify the whole fucking team, or you ignore it. I don't think this is disqualification. Or you anyway. have a warning. Yeah, warning. Like, hey. Well, he, well, he, they, like he, because he wasn't the legal man. He could have just given him a warning. That's the only time it's happened. He had given him a warning before. Oh, so be that a... should have been DQ. Why? Disobeying the ref. Okay. I mean, at at that point, you know, like like when a, when a, a match turns into a brawl and the referee referee completely loses, loses control, what happens? He calls the match. Well, that might have worked better because. Then you could have Roman Reigns won the match, and they can still beat him down. Cause of disqualification or... Alright, um, what which, was- Which reminds me, Roman won the match. So wait. Seamus, the world heavyweight champion, was in that match? Yeah. Who got pinned? Don't tell me Seamus got pinned. Oh, it was a countout. Okay, so who got counted out? I think Rusev. Okay, that wasn't much of a rant. I was worried. I thought it'd be more vicious than that. You sounded so upset. I I am, but like, there's not much else to say. You you went outside the parameters. Yeah, that's like disqual. That's like disqualifying someone from a fucking triple threat match. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's like oh, you're you're disqualified. Now it's singles match. No, no, that's an elimination. That's three way dance. That's the ECW thing. Three-way elimination match. That's not what this was. This wasn't fucking anything like that. Yeah, there's no reason to eject the guy. I wonder what was going on. Maybe it was like a panic. Somebody didn't speak their mind like, when does that ever happen? Or maybe it's happened before. I- I've never seen anything where that's happened before. I think no one watches SmackDown. It goes back to that. It goes back to no one giving a shit what happens on SmackDown. Until January... Where they'll care for a month. Thankfully, they're like thankfully they're showing some advertising now. But now should be the time when they start to make SmackDown good. Oh, oh, SmackDown's moving to USA. Let's see what let's see what they're doing. Let's see what we're gonna be tuned into. Oh, we're tuned into this shit. No, no SmackDown. I can miss like I don't really miss Raw, but SmackDown. I can miss SmackDown and be fine because it's like. If anything important happens, which there won't be, they're gonna recap it on Raw. They'll put everybody in the tag team on SmackDown that fought on Raw. Like they'll consolidate it to two hours because they had three hours on Raw. So you have like half yeah. the matches. By the by the way, guess what happened after the match? Uh beatdown? Then. Then the good guys came. Then and then they stand tall? Big no. <laughs> I didn't miss much. I guess watching Ultimate Fighter was a good idea. Wow. It usually is. I haven't watched any of this season. I haven't watched any of last season, but... I just don't have fucking time for anything. I st- I got- I'm still... I just watched the July 4th episode of fucking Ring of Honor, so... Yeah. Well, I hear you, man. Um, J- Jay Heathrow just won the world title. And spoilers! <laughs> spoilers. A few months ago, if you haven't seen it yet. Five months i uh I had a gripe um similar to what you were like it's involving what's happening with the uh main mm. event okay picture Um, uh, before I go into that i wanna try to talk about some positive things because as much fun as it is to uh pick apart the things that we hate about it uh one of my favorite divas. I'm sorry. One of my favorite female wrestlers... No. Scratch that again. One of my favorite wrestlers is Becky Lynch. And she's finally getting some actual character development. Because she's like the third... The orange-headed stepchild in this whole Paige Charlotte PCB thing. Mm -hmm. Um, She challenged Charlotte to a match... She's like, all right. She didn't want to fight her. She's like, yeah, I'll fight you, but can my dad come? I'm like, all right. So, pages on commentary. Charlotte cheats. She cheated. Mm -hmm. She kind of cheated. She tell 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 the viewer and listeners. I don't think it's cheating. She faked an injury so that Becky would get. uh, so uh, the ref would split them up. Rick to make space up, jumped. Up, yeah, Rick jumped onto the apron to distract, which succeeded. Charlotte kips up on her injured knee, which is, clearly isn't injured, and uh, rolled her up. It's cheating because she wanted her father at ringside for a reason. That was a part of the plan. They it was a premeditated cheating distracting isn't cheating. It's cheating because it's being unfair. My whole point is Paige was right, Charlotte is a dirty cheater. So I don't know why they're making it so that Paige is right though know, is Paige the face because Paige is still the heel. She'll always be a heel in my eyes. Don't ever change that. Maybe she's doing a tweener thing, but um did, was there any progress made on that feud? On SmackDown? Because I, I, I didn't see SmackDown, so I want to know if they're doing anything with the Becky's going on. Yeah. Um, Brie fought Becky Lynch. Brie had Foxy, and Becky had Charlotte. Okay. As um, she does. The end of the match came when, I think, uh, Becky had dodged something, and so Brie hit the ropes, and Charlotte was, like, right by So did she hit the apron? Her? Bree accidentally elbowed Charlotte. Charlotte got knocked down. Um, Becky gets Bree in the disarmor. Charlotte jumps in the ring, rips Bree out from the disarmor, Kiss. And starts beating on Bree. Okay. To cause the obvious DQ. All right, I see. Okay. So. And of course, Becky's pissed because she had she basically had the match won. She had her in the disarmor, and Bree the weakest Bella would have tap right away. Eventually. She's probably about to tap. Oh, you're preparing just to Nikki. Just booking. Oh. Isn't Foxy the weakest? No. Like, the Bellas. Foxy is not a Bella. Team Bella. She's on Team Bella. Yeah, but when I say Bella, okay. I mean that as Swings. Okay. She's not related to them. As much as she wants to be. But, but uh... Alright, so they're still working on that. Good, so... Maybe she'll finally be the Becky I know she could be. Because she was a great uh, badass heel in NXT when she was first there. And She, not, she, was she wasn't. doesn't have to turn. Yeah, when she was with Sasha, she was great. Uh, the gear was cooler, too. Yeah, I don't like these fucking granny panty shorts. Yeah, they're weird. They're weird. The gear is really they, they, weird. Like, they don't flatter her ass. They make me want to not look at her ass. Alright, uh, out of the gear right now, I think the one with the best gear is probably Nikki still. Like, the the gear she had for, uh, the last pay per view that she was in, that was good. The white. I, I like watching her. Before. Anyway, uh, listen, I'm getting off of that. I'm sure you are. I didn't say <laughs> off of. Off <laughs> of. Didn't you want me to clean this up? Nothing can get the dirt off of it that you put on it. Alright, uh, here's the thing. Um, that, that was positive, you know, that mm-hmm. they've, they they that they bring they're moving along the, uh, the Divas title. I was thing. happy. I was happily surprised that they advanced a storyline I care about on SmackDown. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um. Divas no less. I'm cool with this whole League of Nations thing mm-hmm. to a point. Um, here's the thing. Uh, a couple of things need to change about the presentation of the World Heavyweight title and the World Heavyweight Champion. Okay? Here's what we know. At the TLC pay-per-view, Roman Reigns is going to fight Sheamus for the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. That's what we know. Yes. It's going to be in a TLC match? Yes. It is in a TLC match. Anything goes. Okay. Great. Here's the deal. You need, the challenger should not put his hands on the world heavyweight champion, period, the end, until the pay-per-view. Because you want to build the anticipation of Roman Reigns finally getting his hands on Sheamus, or whoever the challenger, or whoever the champion is. Okay? It needs to be made important. The main event is usually what sells pay-per-views. So it needs to be treated as such. So as an authority figure, you want to keep, you want to ensure that your main event is going to happen. So you keep these guys apart. The champion doesn't have to, doesn't have to wrestle every week. This has been proven with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Does not have to wrestle every week. He can get, he can get heat off the crowd and mess with the challenger without being in matches with him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be okay, the, the, the championship matches have to be made more important, you know, you want, if you want, you can always do the whole contract signing spiel, you don't have to always do it, treat it kind of like um, how UFC treats the weigh-in, like, mm-hmm. that's the time when the challenger and the champion see each other, Yeah, and they can, you know, talk all their mess and whatever happens, happens. They don't get to fight. You could do a pull apart, whatever, yeah. and you can. You don't have to do it all the time because it's going to get predictable. You don't have to always be a contract signing, but just keep them separate. Because if I'm watching Roman Reigns beat up Sheamus every week, or vice versa, it's not going to be that great when they fight at TLC. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're finally fighting, but they can use chairs and stuff. Oh wait, but Roman Reigns hit Sheamus with a chair the other week, so. Why am I, why am I buying this pay-per-view? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've seen them fight before and dollars to donuts. Don't know why I'm using that. I like donuts. Dollars <laughs> to donuts. Sheamus is going to walk away with the belt somehow. Yeah. So why do I care? You want to build it up. You want the challenge. You want to salivate for your, the, the guy you're on the side with to get his hands on the champion. That's what you want to see. You want to see the shit talker get what's coming to him. Mm-hmm. You want to see Seamus get his. You don't have you, you. don't have to do it. You don't have to have them get at each other. That's why you have a League of Nations. You can have. You want to make Roman look strong, like you did there. Fine. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to have Sheamus in there. Yeah, have him have him face Del Rio, then have him face Russo, then have him face uh, Even Barrett. Three on one is fine. And, and and then what? Once he beats all three. Then you'd be like, okay, let's do two on one, then let's do this other two on one combination. Now we do three on one. Yeah. Right? Can, and he still wins. Yeah. Keep stacking the odds, but keep, keep the champion away from the challenger. Man. Yeah. Ha- have them always get in his way. Yeah. And another thing, wins, we say this before, wins gotta matter. Wins always have to matter. Every little victory you take brings you one step closer to the ultimate prize. Cause this, this means, more money. That means, you know, more, you know, more T-shirts. It's it's about making your life better, and that every title needs to be treated the same way. Everyone inches you towards that prize. I even if you're, you know, you're going for the IC title, eventually you're going to be looked at a guy that could possibly be world heavyweight champion mm-hmm. or United States champion. That's somebody who could be the world heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's achievement that winning has to matter. Losing has to matter because then it's like a guy loses, he's bumped down. Somebody's gonna be in front of him to get those opportunities. Now, WWE.com has uh, what they call a power ranking system. Not to say that they should that WWE should adapt the, what they do to what TNA does, which is how they have. Their own, like their top five, and the number whoever's number one at whatever interval they feel like using is when the whatever suits one, them. Yeah, is the number one contender, and then gets a towel shot at whenever they feel like it. Yeah, because people, like I'm not one of those people, but there's people out there who are like really into st- st- statistics. I'll switch to, to stats. <laughs> Numbers next to things mm-hmm. like like win loss records mm-hmm. that and you can have you know people actually care enough to keep track of that stuff if if they matter the way everything's going right now, it doesn't matter if you win it doesn't matter if you lose. I understand you're trying to tell a story, but wouldn't a story be better if the stakes were high mm-hmm. It's like watching um I watch that t v show Gotham mm. Mm-hmm. Gotham is a prequel to Batman. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne gets in danger. There's no danger. Cause you know he's gonna be Batman. He's not gonna die. Mm-hmm. Alfred's gotten stabbed, almost killed twice. That's pretty. He's Alfred. He's not gonna die. There is no danger. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. no, there's no, if, if, if winning and losing don't matter, then what's the point here? What, what am I watching this for? Like, I understand it's a work. You know what else is a work? Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I don't make dumb mistakes like that. Because in the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. And they kill people off left and right. And you care. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You gotta, you gotta have these. You gotta have surprise wins too and surprise losses. Yeah. Because. For every title, any given day, mm-hmm. you can lose that title. Mm-hmm. It won't be yours. Surprise wins one, two, three. Kid over razor. Yep, just like that. And that, that was I, fucking huge. I didn't expect that at all. I'm Like, great. I don't know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. But he might as well be Brooklyn Brawler too, or something. Yeah. I don't know this guy, and he won. He says, you got to keep. You got to keep the surprises coming, mm-hmm. and that's great. You keep doing you know your storylines. You got do Dewey Fine. Take his ideas, Do do something, do something where it things matter. it losses have to matter. That's what, like I said before about and here's another thing I was talking to you about um competition. Mm-hmm. when the Monday night War was around, that's was you've had the best things from both people because mm-hmm. there's no competition, okay? It's like they just at first, they're like, you know, they're working out every day. They eating healthy. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you know, they got whatever they want. They're like, you know, I'm just gonna chill. You know, mm-hmm. whatever, just put my sweatpants on and just lounge around forever. Mm-hmm. Just who gives a fuck? You know, it's like uh you're the last man on earth. Mm-hmm. You stop bathing and you start smelling like shit, because who cares? Yeah. No one's gonna tell you to go bathe. In this case it's a little bit less about the wrestlers and more about A, the writers. And B, the fact that the wrestlers have to conform to the script. Yeah. Like, in the Attitude Era, during the Monday Night Wars, you know, it's hit these points, go. Like, they weren't writing shit for Austin. They weren't writing for Rock. It's just go out and feud. And you know what? Fucking Rock and Austin were the two biggest stars then. Yeah. And along with Undertaker, he didn't really talk much, but now, he didn't have to. Yeah, People weren't afraid. They they weren't afraid to take chances because now they are because where are you going to go? Yeah, because then if you weren't winning, you were going to lose your livelihood. Now it's like, you know, oh, ratings are down. We'll get him back next week. It's all right. We got John Cena T-shirt money. We're good. Yo. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Two things regarding stuff you said there. Um Oh yeah, I went off on like a Kyrie know it was good. Oh it's fine. Okay. Um one, um, Becky Lynch was acting like that when it mattered. Which was good. Good, good. Like you should watch you should watch that. It's on I mean, I'll watch it when you're good. Two, you reminded me. We didn't talk about the Joe Finn contract signing from last week or two weeks ago whenever it was. Oh, and Joe choked him out. Before that, the whole the whole thing, like, cause Finn cut, cut the pro, first of all, Finn cut off Michael Cole. He's like, fuck this, I don't give a shit. Was that this week? Or was it last Not week? No, this week well, It was I mean, last week. This week was, uh, Jordan and Gable versus Vaughn Villains, and Vaughn Villains didn't do a gentlemanly handshake at the end. Yeah, that was, that, that, that was, that was a little interesting. They're going back to being heels. Are they? They gotta be. Um, anyway, so, um, the Joe Finn contract signing I thought was awesome because Finn came out, cut a promo, you know, it would be a man, and I wanted to look me in the eye or whatever, and Joe comes out, doesn't even look up, doesn't look up from his fucking shoes. Just ignores him straight up. Yup. Looks, looks down, gra- grabs the fucking pen, signs the shit, tosses the pen, and walks off. That was fucking heated. Yeah. No, he didn't say a word. Not a punch was thrown, nothing. Until later, but that's not the point. But that five seconds he was in the ring was fucking heat. Look, man, if you didn't understand the heat in there, if you don't understand if you didn't get that segment,
1: then stop watching. You
0: stop watching that. In life you've never been disrespected. Mm Mm-hmm. In life, you've never encountered that feeling. Someone has wronged you, and they don't have the decency to say anything about it. They just pretend you don't even exist. Mm-hmm. That boils you. Yeah. And that was what was powerful about that segment. By the way, anyone watching, when it looks like I look over there, I'm looking at him on the screen. So... There he is on the screen for me, so that's why it looks like I'm looking all the way off to the side. I don't even explain what I'm doing. I just, just stare off into space, like. Sorry, because I don't. I don't want to like. If you're talking, I don't want to look at me, or I don't want to look at the camera. I'm, I'm looking you. at you. I'm looking at you. I know you're looking at me, fucking idiot. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm that. I'm at the world. That was he, and then of course, uh, you know, Finn goes up the ramp, turns his back to the ramp, poses whatever, and then Joe tags him, and up. yeah, because. There's only been, I think, one contract signing I've ever seen. It was pretty recently, where there was nothing that happened. No physicality. What was that one? Um, was it the Bailey Sasha Banks one? I don't think. Did no, they? they did. They did. Um, Sasha got Bailey and an armbar, I think, for that. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember. But there was one. I'm pretty sure it was NXT. Okay. I think they they did it just to see if they like if they could shock the crowd with having a um a contract signing not end in a brawl, which was surprising, but not in a good way. It's like oh they they didn't do anything. Well, I didn't expect that because because the signing means people are gonna yeah gonna go fisty cuffs yeah. But they they made up for it with um Paige and Charlotte. Oh yeah, man! I thought they were fighting for real. That I thought was that real. was a shoot. They shooting. That was so. I mean, fucking jacket got all ripped up. Yeah, it got ripped up. Jacket, not a shirt. What? Yeah, jacket. I like that jacket. It's cool. It's got spikes and stuff. Jacket. <laughs> <sighs> what do you see in the future for Nia Jax? Um, well, is she Eva Marie's bodyguard? We, we didn't get is that. Is she gonna wanna that. be the. Because it looks like she wants to be the NXT Women's Champion. Mm hmm. Um, I think if, if anyone's gonna. Hmm, I just don't know, man. I don't feel like. I don't think it, it does justice for Bailey to lose it to Nia Jax, mm-hmm. cause she's still kind of green, you yeah. know. Um, I think if they fight at NXT take over Europe, that's that's what it London, is. London, uh, London's in Europe, right? Yeah. Okay. Usually, uh, usually, right? That's not the 54th state. Not nah. right. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I don't think she's ready, but who is? No one's ever ready. Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking of which, uh, I, I one more thing I wanted to add. Um, remember how we talking about Roman? Mm-hmm. Like we always really talk about him because right now he's like the challenger. Um, the the reason a lot of people crap on him is because everybody knows that he's supposed to be the chosen one. Yeah, they should really just show that he does work hard. Like the the like I, I know they did like a twenty four on him. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't really much. it's like he's he's a family man, and he cares about his kid or whatever just show the work he's putting in that he's not you know just being handed everything that he's working for it. They probably shouldn't have had the rocks coming at the Royal Rumble man here's the thing any anything extra that they're gonna do for Roman is gonna be looked at as them shoving him down throats. yeah, I guess so I, I mean. Don't know. I see a guy that's just trying to he's, make money. I hear ya. He's, he's already filled, he's already the new Cena. He's already, he's already getting the Cena heat. It's just not the same. Cause he's not being, if he's allowed to be genuine, like I've said in the past, mm-hmm. then he will, he, at this, at this basement booker's expert basement booking opinion, he will get over. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he has won me over in a lot of ways. He's improving, and he's showing that the uh, what the crowd thinks of him, it's not going to deter him. He's, he's just going to keep going. So he's won me over a bit. Um, If you listen to the live crowd, don't listen to SmackDown, because that shit's piped in all the fucking time. If you listen to the live, cr- live crowds at Raw and the pay-per-views, it sounds just like Cena. You hear... Like, uh, it's not quite, let's go Roman, Roman sucks, but it's high-pitched voices, meaning women and children cheering for Roman, and the low-pitched voices, the dudes, saying Roman sucks. All right, man, take the opportunity, you know, you can always turn them. They could have done that. They could have. Maybe they should have. Yeah, But it's they hard. Have, they, have this, they have this idea, they saw the opportunity to basically continue the same Seth storyline, that, that Sheamus is still... Sheamus, she, when Sheamus came out, Roman, 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 yeah. Roman. Speaking of which, did you hear about the rumored top WrestleMania 32 matches? Yeah. I, you didn't mention them. Didn't I? I? Did we talk about them last week? No, we were speculating last week. Um, the only one we had possible was the Cena, Cena Taker. Undertaker one. But there we didn't talk at all about them mentioning... they had uh, written down? Did they already right hear? it? Is it under rumors? Is that what I didn't say it? Say it. Kevin Owens Brock Lesnar there it is,
1: is Kevin a Owens. possibility
0: Kevin Owens and Brock Lesnar I I, I would love to see I, I can't um I think I'm sh- pretty sure Brock would win I don't I don't see Kevin Owens going over Brock is Owens gonna uh, keep the IC title until then? I don't think so. I don't think Brock wants the Intercontinental Championship. Why are they fighting then? I don't know. That's just a rumor that they're doing. I mean, it's it's a ways. They got yeah, they got four months. But keep in mind, a Brock's only gonna be on TV. I would I would venture to say, not counting pay per views, Brock's only gonna be on TV. I would venture to say six times between now and WrestleMania. Well, let's think about this for a second. There was a thing on WWE.com talking about how Owens, when he came in, he went after Cena, he challenged mm-hmm. him, and he challenged right back. He's going after big challenges. Yeah. What's the ultimate challenge? Brock Lesnar. The ultimate challenge should be the WWE World Heavyweight uh, Championship. But yeah. I mean, in like, competitors. Yeah. But you know, the thing is. I saw Brock Lesnar destroy Heath Herring. Okay, I you could take me a second to, th- to realize you're talking. To you know, so saying I'm like, wait, Heath Slater? It's like, oh, what about? And then you think, well, what about the? Well, he's got this mystique, this aura. The Dead Man is a different, you know, a guy like Kevin Owens. Sorry, bro, that's it's not happening. You're getting F five and you're getting to go home. <laughs> so. That'd be interesting. And then also another one was Triple H versus Roman Reigns. So they're ah. doing it again with the, the guy... Daniel Bryan. Yeah. It's a Daniel Bryan storyline all over again. Yeah. We, they're trying it. It's not going to work because... We went through this last week. Yeah. Roman is already in the Cena spot. He's already got Cena heat. Let's go Roman. Roman sucks. Yeah, you can... just It doesn't matter. They could... Uh, go a different route with him than you went with Cena. If he started heel... Turned face. Cena started heel. Turned face. Sure, Cena wasn't part of a ridiculously awesome fucking stable, but that's still how it went. Well, they could just... I'm pretty sure if they didn't have the briefcase, they would have turned one of the guys. But they had to get rid of the briefcase. That had to be taken off taken. the table. Brief- the briefcase, I think, was there. out. It was like, holy shit, Seth's her briefcase. He's already a heel... Now I'm waiting for the the news to get out. Maybe those real reputable wrestling sites to let us know what the original plan for the briefcase was. Because there had to have been original plan. We're assuming that they were original plans. I mean, you gotta think that they had to have been at some point. Oh, well. Wow. But, I mean, I'll agree. The 50-50 booking doesn't work. I know. At Farinell and Mrs. Seth. We all miss Seth. Six months ago, would we have said that? Would I'm we, not we lie say I would? So much better than Seamus. Um, that's not saying much. <laughs> I mean, Sheamus is believable, at least. He's not if you're letting him get beat up every week. I know. I know you would. Like I said, if you want Sheamus to look like a badass, there's plenty <laughs> of people he can beat up. Um, you know, just to do it. You know, just to impose his will. But he should not, the challenger shouldn't get a shot at the champion. Last thing I want to bring up. Uh, Last two weeks on NXT, we've seen this uh, singer-guitarist vignette. Yeah, what's that? I'm wondering. Um, like Seth? At Farron Allen says, like Seth. (laughs) Oh, it's Sheamus? Hold on, I'm waiting for an explanation here. Some he didn't look right as Champ, she says. Yeah, that's true, he didn't. Um, that's because, you know, you had him being pinned on TV. That's not good. But then it worked because they surrounded him with bodyguards and muscle, and he became... He became the classic heel, ducking and dodging and throwing other guys in his way. Had to find him appropriate opponents, she says. I think they kind of just had to make the storyline work. where They had to bring in J&J security, which was fantastic because they're like, let's put aside the size doesn't matter theory. We know that, that uh, Jamie Noble was an amazing cruiserweight, great cruiserweight champion. The hardcore champion, too, I think. I don't know, probably. I think he was also European champion, whatever. And everything he did in WCW, too. And Joey Mercury, former tag champ. But having guys smaller than you as security right off the bat is comical. Then, anytime anyone comes and challenges you, you send those two out after him first. First of all, it's even more comical. It's so heelish because you look like you could kick their asses and you want them to protect you. That's fucking awesome. It is. The thing about Sheamus is he's already a physically imposing guy. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't need security. I, th- I think they're going to work this whole League of Nations thing differently than they did Um, Seth and J&J and Kane and Big Show every now and then and Rusev once or twice. Sounds about right. But we were talking about this uh, singer-guitarist vignette. Yeah, I don't know what that is. What, who's this guy? I don't know either. I don't... I'm not going to automatically say, I can't wait to find out, but it's definitely creating some interest. Yeah. I'm going to wait till I see... Like, right now, I don't... I tend not to get my hopes up. You know, I know what NXT could be different, but I'm, I'm going to wait. We'll wait a little bit. Because every now and again, I feel like the hype trend is going to stop. And it's like, what are we doing here? You know, I'd rather see more James Storm matches. Cowboy. Yeah, He's got to sign first. Yeah. Or maybe he did and just hasn't gotten out. Who knows? Uh, is that the go-home? I think it's the go-home. Okay. <laughs> uh, basement Booker's at Facebook. Uh, Rich Deriz on Twitter. Basement Chair on Twitter. Um, There's also the Facebook again. And Basement Booker's on Twitter. And Basement Booker's on Twitter. And Basement Booker's on, basement bookers on Facebook. So, I don't know. You, you missed one on whatever. Oh, I didn't say the Basement Booker's Twitter handle. There you go. At Basement Booker's. Also, um, the YouTube channel which is the Basement Bookers, which you could find all the Periscope videos. This, this one. Um, there's a few back there. There's like an outtake one where like we're that watching was great. it. That was off. We, cause we were, we were trying, cause we realized that during the playback of the video after the fact, you don't, you see the comments, but it goes one after another after another, like right at the very beginning. So completely not when they were actually when the comments were actually made. So we were trying to see what the hell everyone was saying cuz we we weren't hooked up to the screen at the time so we didn't know. So it was comical. He kept trying to like get a picture and I would screen capture it. Yeah, which, which ruin my up his picture. Cuz you I was trying to take video of the video so that we could see the comments. Meanwhile, as it's going, you're taking screenshots, which is ruining my fucking video. Yeah, but together, we got everything, so I don't see the problem there, but it's still good. Watch watch, watch the that blooper. It's fucking funny. This was episode 92. Episode 100 is coming. We're working on a blooper reel speaking of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also want to say something about you know, You can complain all the live long day. Like, this is how we vent about it. But we also had ideas of our own. And, um, you know, creating is a really important part of who we are as, like, human beings. Because that's all we've done. Like, not us. Like, people. Humans. It's make shit. You know, so... If you have ideas, you know, write it down or something. Uh, you know, never know where you'll get. Yeah, because maybe your 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 stuff could be really entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know that's good to make things. Did you? Do you ever hear of the nineteen ninety four video game Shaq Fu? I feel like I blocked it out. Well, it was a game for the Sega Genesis and Super NES. Shaquille O'Neal, of course, kung fu. Yes. Uh, if you check the Facebook. Facebook is page. I have a little post I made about that. But yeah, uh, they're making, they're doing it again and it's being funded. It's crowdfunded. So people had a like mind about one thing and put money into it and bought it out. They made something. So if, if If Shaq Fu can get made, if people are willing to put anything's money, anything's possible. If people willing to put money to check food, why don't we do a fucking Kickstarter or whatever it is? A Kickstarter basement bookers? Yeah, we just do a Kickstarter of uh, we need money. Just give us money. We're not gonna do. This is old. I need to replace it. Look at this. They don't have the, those jagged W's. Anymore. Wow. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, uh, something you said that I want to add to. When when you're like. When you complain about wrestling, because there's always something to complain about, right? It's easy to find the stuff that you don't like. There's a reason why you still watch. Answer the question of why do I still watch? Focus on that, appreciate that. Yeah. It's not all about hate. That's kind of how this podcast started. Yeah, it's about that, you know, the good things. It's There's a positive. Because mm-hmm. uh, it brings shit together. It brings people together. Like, a lot of my life is tied to, you know, watching wrestling and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, find the positive and the good. Because, you know, they're out there, you know, taking bumps on that. That's not like a mattress at your house when you pretend wrestling with your brothers and your uncles and whatnot. Or practicing uh Emulating Ricky Steamboat songjags. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's... That, you know... That stuff hurts. And they're putting, you know... Just think... Just look... Google, like, the old-timers and how their bodies are right now. Mm -hmm. This ain't ballet. Nope. So, until next time... Follow the bookers. And, uh... We'll catch you next week. There will not be a Periscope next week. We won't be Periscoping next week. This is probably the last Periscope of 2015. Yeah. Due to family commitments and such, and then there's Christmas and New Year's, and... Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna... I was thinking maybe we're gonna try to maybe do a little reboot there of the uh, Periscope. See if we can... Better to take use, in a way, sort of. We gotta talk about that at the next meeting. Cause at the next, next Tuesday, Tuesday, meeting. Tuesday meeting. Next Tuesday meeting. What? I figured new year, new bookers. New bookers. <laughs> new bookers. Who are we adding? Like new. Um... All right. Uh, are we getting shirts? For Rich DeRiz, I'm Basement chair. Thanks for listening and watching. watching. Do what the man says. Follow the book.